or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of sadashiva bhau the commander of the maratha army at the battle of panipat quite often history judges some people rather harshly for their one big failure even though they had some great stellar achievements to their credit when one looks at the history of the maratha empire two people have been judged harshly one is sambhaji and the other one has been sadashiva bhau sambhaji had to live up to his father's glorious legacy which can often be a trying task and it did not help that his own wayward ways rash behavior led historians to judge him as a wayward son but then this was the same man who stood steadfast in the protection of dharma even when he was brutally tortured to death Bow is more Bow is more remembered for the disastrous route at Panipat where he was commander in chief and for good reasons his arrogant attitude and poor strategies played a major role in the route but it was under Bow that the Maratha empire expanded further as he consolidated in the gains of Bajirao Bajirao once conquest and the same with Peshwa Balaji Bajirao who actually built up Pune take took the empire to its zenith and yet Panipat left him not just brokenhearted but ensured he would be remembered for the wrong reasons Sadashiva Bow Rao Bhau was born on Pune near Pune on August 4 1713 legacy his father Chamaji Chimachi Appa had secured the entire western coast from portuguese and spread the maratha empire all over the konkan his uncle was none other than the legendary bachira one of the greatest heroes of the maratha empire who expanded it all the way up to the khyber having lost his parents at an early age he grew up in the care of his aunt kashiba who treated him like her own son he was tutored by ramchandra shenbi one of the shrewdest political brains among the marathas then so as can be seen he had a solid grounding right from the start when babaji naik and fatih singh bonsle failed in the task to capture karnataka it was bahu to get up leaving pune on december 5th mahadapa punarendra and sakaram bapu at just 16 years of age embarked on his mission ajra south of kolhapur was where bahu had his first major victory defeating nawab of savnor capturing the fort of bahadur penta Chauth was living in around 36 Parganas became a part of the empire. That started the victory march for Bhau, city after city in northern Karnataka fell. Kittor, Gokak, Pakalkot, Badami, Pasapatna, Navalkund and all overran by him. Yamaji Shivdeh's revolt was crushed and soon he became the rewan of the Peshwa and Balaji Pad. The Nizam of Hyderabad was decisively routed in the Battle of Udgir in 1716 by Bhau and he had to surrender Ahmedangar, Dalatabad and Bichapur to him. By now, Bhau was the master of the Tekkandar, having overrun both Karnataka as well as routing the Nizam. Just as when he was lording of the Deccan, the news of Ahmed Shah Abdali's arrival reached the Marathas. The Tajis India was killed at the Battle of Prari Khat and with Abdali on the way to Delhi and left the Nawabs of Awadh. Rohil Khand as well as the Rajput rulers of Jadpur and Ambur, a major crisis won his hand. Recalled from Udgir to Parthur, Bhav was chosen by the Peshwa to lead the Maratha campaign in the north against Afghans. A decision that turned out to be rather hasty. 
while Bob was pretty much at home in the Deccan, the North was not really a familiar territory to him, especially the politics there. And this proved to be a major disadvantage as he failed to get the powerful Rajput Jat Sikh chieftains on his side. While Bob was a brilliant warrior, he was not the best of strategies in negotiation, was not exactly his footing. Matter of fact, he was disastrous. Nothing better to explain his act of carrying thousands of civilians, including family members and pilgrims, wanting to visit the temples in North on a military campaign. It was a totally disastrous tactic as they became the burden on the army who had to take care of the logistics as well as supplies for them. Also, Bow adopted new tactics of infantry and artillery as against the traditional Maratha reliance on hit and run tactics, which he felt would not work in open plains warfare like in the North. However, some like Holkov not ready to accept Bow's tactics of using artillery and infantry as they felt out the army was not adequately trained. He nevertheless went ahead in spite of objections and formed an artillery of 10,000. Though Holkar and Sindhya tried to get the Rajput rulers, the Chart chieftain Surasman and the six on the Maratha side it did not work out. The Maratha tendency to interfere in the succession battle of the Rajput rulers did not go down well down go down well with the latter as also the correction of tribute. In the meantime, Holkar and Sindhya persuaded Bow to strike an alliance with Surasman, who did join in spite of the fact that he had no love lost for the Marathas. However, Bow's Rather overbearing nature meant that the Jats did not give full, full pleasure while some of the Rajput rulers openly sided with Abdali. The Jat rulers controlled the food supplies around Delhi and Bob's attitude towards them would cause them really bad at Panipat. He also rejected the offer of six to aid him against the Afghans and that meant he lost one of the most vital support ever. Again, a disaster as the six were battle-hearted when it came to the Afghans, they knew their strategies well. Bow missed out on a great opportunity here. He took Delhi in in 1760, with a very strong artillery attack driving out Durani from there. However, they now got no support from the local chieftains in and around Delhi. He advanced further north, and the fort of Kanjipura near Kannan was taken a blitzkrieg attack using artillery and infantry. Durani was forced to flee from Kanjipura as his entire garrison was massacred by the Marathas. It was a compressive hunting victory over the Marathas over the Afghans at Kunjipura and some of Abdali's best generals were killed. Once again, presence of a large number of civilians in the Maratha contingent meant that the supplies at Kunjipura were exhausted fast. Exasperated at the loss, Abdali himself entered the frame, making a daring cross across the Yamuna at Baghdad. The Marathas, however, managed to black Abdali's return route back to Afghanistan and soon the Sophia's commissioned Sunibad. Though the Afghans lost 10,000 men, they managed to drive the Marathas back and completely cut off their supply lines. By November 1760, Durani cut off the Marathas' access to Delhi and they were now trapped from all ends. Besieged in Panipat, the Afghans managed to cut off all food supplies to the Marathas. And finally, with the Sulia's moral running out in starvation rampant, Bao had no option but to call for war. January 14, 1761, on Makat Sankrati, the third battle of Panipat, as the Marathas and Afghans clashed in one of the most decisive battles ever. <coughs> Till 2 pm, the Marathas actually managed to break the Afghan forces. Bao himself leading a spirited attack. So fierce was the assault of Marathas led by Bao that the Afghans ran from the battlefield. Just when the Marathas seemed to be gaining the upper hand, Vishwas Rao, the Peshwa's son, was hit by a stray bullet, and that was a turning point. Taking advantage of Vishwas Rao's death, Durani attacked the Marathas with 10,000 troops totally encircling them. Bow, along with Ibrahim Khan Gandhi and Jankoji Sindhya, was surrounded by the Afghans, while Holkar fled from the battlefield. Along with Ibrahim Gandhi, Bow put up a spirited fight against the Afghans, however, Vishwas Rao's death demoralized the Marathas. When he saw his nephew, Vishwas Rao's death, Bow disbanded from the infant and plunged straight into the battle. However, the Maratha, seeing the empty hoda, thought Bao too had fallen and were demoralized further now. He fought to the last, even though he knew it was losing, losing cause before he finally fell like a hero on the battlefield. One of the greatest Maratha heroes, Sadashiva Bao, perished on the field of Panipat while taking the last. He, in many ways, revolutionized the Maratha, I mean, bought in artillery, infantry, and mode of 
moved away from the traditional hidden and tactics it was bow who put in ibrahim khan kadi kadi who played a vital role in the artillery segment and fell fighting on panipat along with him he also put in european military employed the latest artillery and in a way modernized the maratha army he might be just hardly a historian but he lived fought and died like a true hero on panipat namant sadashiva bow